Again, thank you for being here today. I expected to hear a thunderous roar of your welcome and uh, didn't hear that. And we'll be okay uh, today. Take your Bible, if you would, and turn with us to Ephesians chapter number 1. Uh, the book of Ephesians and chapter number 1 this morning. As you're turning, let's just set the stage a little bit uh, for you today. You would understand and more than likely agree with me. If you don't agree with me, that's fine. You can just go on being wrong. But you, you'll agree with me that there are a lot of people in our world today that are chasing after fame and fortune and feelings all in hopes of being included and not left out. They desire to be part of what's commonly known as the in-crowd. And I want you to know today that in-crowd is some imagined and exclusive collection of so-called influential individuals. Uh, Some would call the in-crowd the cool kids. And those that think that way will waste the investments of their lives chasing that identity for themselves. In fact, there was a survey conducted a few years ago, and it found, now listen to this, it found, the survey found that 75%, that's a lot, three quarters, 75% of children ages 6 to 17, 75% of children aged 6 to 17 wanted to be internet stars more than anything else when they grow up. The in crowd. The cool kids. Now, whether you refer to it as jumping on the bandwagon or the herd mentality, so many are infatuated with the need to immerse themselves in what they see to be the in crowd. But this morning, I want to preach this thought. Here's the title. The crowd you want to be in. The crowd you want to be in. Ephesians chapter 1, verses 1 through 3 is what we'll read to start. Then we'll move uh, to a couple more verses. Ephesians chapter 1, verse 1. Paul, an apostle of Jesus Christ by the will of God, to the saints which are at Ephesus, and to the faithful in Christ Jesus, grace be to you and peace from God our Father, And from the Lord Jesus Christ, blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who hath blessed us with all spiritual blessings in heavenly places in Christ. The crowd you want to be in. Let's pray. Father, we love you. We thank you for the privilege to gather in this place. We pray for the many unable to be with us this morning. Lord, we know that some are able uh, to tune in by live stream, some unable uh, to uh, be a part of the service at all. And I pray that you would have your will and your way in our hearts and lives. Speak to us from your word by your precious Holy Spirit today. Help us to see truths that will help us in our walk of faith. Lord, I pray that you will have control of the service, that you would uh, uh, speak to hearts and convict where that's needed, challenge where that's needed, comfort, Lord where that's needed as well. We love you. We thank you. We pray if there's one that's here today and lost, that today that they would uh, find themselves uh, asking for salvation and finding themselves born again 
in Christ. Lord, we certainly do uh, love you for who you are. We appreciate all that you have done, all that you will do. We ask these things in Jesus' name. Amen. You say, well, why are we reading the book of Ephesians if Paul wrote this now uh, to the believers, to the church at Ephesus? Well, look back with me at verse number 1. Verse number 1 ends with a phrase, to the faithful in Christ Jesus. You understand Paul is not writing to the lukewarm. Paul is not writing to the apathetic. Paul is not writing to the carnal or to the double-minded. Paul writes to the faithful that are in Christ Jesus. I want you to know this morning, we have enough fleeing Christians. We have enough foolish Christians. We have enough failing Christians, enough fickle Christians, enough fault-finding Christians. We have enough fake Christians. What we need in our day is a return to faithful Christianity, what you could call all-in Christianity. And it's what our homes and our churches, it's what our country and our world need desperately in this day is some Christians who are all-in. In the introductory verses of Ephesians chapter 1, Paul says there's grace. Paul says there's peace. Paul says that there are blessings that are found in Christ, and those are available to the faithful in Christ. Look back at verse 3. The Bible says, "...who hath blessed us with spiritual blessings." Now it seems I missed a word. How many spiritual blessings? Oh, thank you. Two of you are looking at the Scripture there. Appreciate that. Who hath blessed us with all spiritual blessings. We ask ourselves, why be all in for Christ? Why be faithful in Christ? Because it is those who are all in, those who are faithful, who have access to all spiritual blessings. And I don't know about you, but that's the crowd I want to be in. I want to be in the crowd that has access to all spiritual blessings. Consider with me this morning some things that are available in Christ, but you and I must be part of the in Christ crowd to receive them. Now, excuse me this morning, I might just get a little excited as I think about the in Christ crowd today. And what a thrill and what a blessing and how thankful I am for God and His love and His mercy. The children in junior church last week, and my wife was telling me after service, said at one point in the message last week, they're like, we can hear him yelling. (laughs) My wife quickly turned and said, He's not mad. He's excited. She could, she could tell. Trust me, she could tell. I'm telling you, I turned on the television yesterday and I saw an in crowd. Oh, they're at the biggest football stadium in the country where the maize and blue carpeted the seats. Everybody there, it seemed, dressed the same way, chanting the same chants. And just at the top of there, there were some nuts there with no shirts on. (laughs) 
not going there with my chest painted blue. If you stand out, you don't have to waste your money on paint. If you just go to that game, it was so cold yesterday, you just stand out there with no shirt, you'll turn blue on your own. Well, they were the in crowd. The game was over. Of course, everyone in here knows how it ended. And don't don't say it because somebody in here might have DVR'd it and they don't want any spoilers. So don't let me give that away if you didn't already know. But uh, uh, the, the end of the game came and all of the students swarmed out of the stands onto the field. And all you could see in this crowd, you know, blue and yellow, blue and yellow, everywhere, just completely covered up the field. And I thought it was humorous. The camera panned up at one point and then quickly backed down. But it was up enough for me to notice the huge display screen at the back or at the end, you know, outside of the end zone there of that stadium. Uh, the huge screen said, please exit the field now. <laughs> and if I could just say this this morning, and I'm not trying to offend anyone, but it seems like Michigan fans can't read. You take that and do with it what you want. But that was on that big screen and I could read it from my television a state away, two states away. And they were all on the field. I know they saw it. They didn't care why because they were in the in crowd, they thought. Thanksgiving was a time of celebration for many. And, And of course, rightly so. We ought to be thankful to the Lord for all He's done and all He's blessed us with. I certainly am thankful, but a lot of people went to bed early. I didn't even go to sleep that night. I couldn't. I don't know why. I, You know, normally turkey puts you into a coma. It just didn't affect me that way at all. I guess if my body was still waiting for pie. I didn't eat any pie on Thanksgiving, and I guess I should have. I would have went to sleep. But at 4 o'clock, I found myself saying, well, maybe I'll just put my clothes on and go to Black Friday shopping. That was the crowd I did not want to be in. But there were a lot of people who wanted to be in that crowd. Oh, so you have Friday was full of shopping and you had Saturday was full of football and now we come to a Sunday morning. There's a whole lot of people that were in the in crowd on Friday and Saturday and what are they doing? They're sleeping it off today. They're missing the crowd that they could be in. Now, I want to just help you this morning and show you some things here from the Word of God that show us why God's crowd is the crowd that you want to be in. Why God's crowd is the best crowd to be in. Hey, got the best band, got the best chance, got the best songs. I don't know if you were listening while you were singing this morning, but my, what a heavenly sound to hear all the voices blend together and sing, my sin, oh, the bliss of this glorious thought. My sin, not in part, but the whole, is nailed to the cross and I bear it no more. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord, oh, my soul. It's well with my soul. Why? Because I know my sins are forgiven. I know we serve the living God. Let me give you a couple of things here that uh, you're not going to receive if you're not in the in Christ 
crowd. Number one is this. Redemption that's granted in Christ. Redemption granted in Christ. Look at verse number 7 with me of Ephesians chapter 1. Ephesians chapter 1 and verse 7. In whom we have redemption through His blood, the forgiveness of sins according to the riches of His grace. You know today, friends, that your salvation and my salvation is found only through the precious blood of Jesus Christ. There is no other alternative. There is no other sufficient payment for sin that is acceptable to the Heavenly Father. In fact, in the book of Hebrews chapter 9 and verse 12, the Bible says, "...neither by the blood of goats and calves, but by His own blood He entered in once." into the holy place, having obtained eternal redemption for us. How do you get that uh, that, uh, redemption? Well, it's granted in Christ. Galatians chapter 2 and verse 21, where the Apostle Paul writes, I do not frustrate the grace of God, for if righteousness come by the law, then Christ is dead in vain. Hey, friends, redemption is only granted in Christ, through Christ, by Christ. It's not good works plus the blood of Christ. It's not baptism plus the blood of Christ. It's not church membership plus the blood of Christ. It's not giving plus the blood of Christ. It's not your family tree plus the blood of Christ. But it's that tree on a hill called Calvary where the precious, sinless, spotless blood of Christ ran down. And it's through Him alone. It's simply and sufficiently the blood of Christ alone. John chapter 14 and verse 6, Jesus saith unto him, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man cometh to the Father but by me. Redemption is only granted, friend, in Christ. It's not Jesus and, it's Jesus only. I want you to think with me today. See, because I can't see your heart and you can't see mine. You can say that you're saved this morning and not be. You can think that you're saved this morning and not be. You know, Jesus said in His Word, many will say to me in that day, Lord, Lord, have we not done all of these wonderful works in Your name? And He'll say, depart from me, you workers of iniquity. I never knew you. See, it's Jesus only. And friend, today, when it comes to the matter of your redemption, when it comes to this matter of your salvation, are you all in on Christ alone? See, to be all in on Christ alone, excuse me for a moment, this is unplanned, schedule change. Well, that's kind of weak. Y'all pray for me. This chair will just say pictures Christ. Here's His finished work. Here's all of that He is and all that He's done. It's foolish for me to lean on the chair and say I'm trusting this to hold me up. Friend, it's Jesus only. That means my hope is built on nothing less. I realize I'm probably got my head chopped off now in the video, but that's okay. 
My hope is built on nothing less than Jesus' blood and righteousness. I dare not trust the sweetest frame, but wholly lean on Jesus' name. On Christ the solid rock I stand. All other ground is sinking sand. Hey friend, are you all in for Christ? You gotta be. Your redemption, your salvation depends upon you resting all in, in Christ. The in Christ crowd has redemption. Oh, let me give you another one, number two. Let's talk about the riches gained in Christ. Turn with me to Ephesians chapter 2. Well, we talked about redemption granted in Christ. It's only through Him. No man comes to the Father but by Christ. Jesus said, If ye believe not that I am He, ye shall die in your sins. Well, that's a pretty direct statement. It's Jesus only. And what the world says do, Jesus says done. It is finished. Boy, I'm glad that redemption is granted in Christ. But now, think with me about the riches gained in Christ. Ephesians 2, verse number 4. But God, who is rich in mercy, for His great love wherewith He loved us, even when we were dead in sins, hath quickened us together with Christ. By grace ye are saved, and hath raised us up together, and made us sit together in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. Watch verse 7. That in the ages to come, He might show the exceeding riches of His grace in His kindness toward us through Christ Jesus. Newsflash. Just read the crawl bottom of the screen. It says this. Our world is filled with troubles and trials. Our world has a great abundance of heartache and pain. Our world is plagued by sickness and disease. But don't stop reading that crawl yet. Because if you're part of the in Christ crowd, this world is not your home. This world is not your home. One day, friend, there's a home going awaiting you and me who are in Christ. We will move into the heavenly places to spend eternity with our Lord and Savior. In the book of Isaiah, chapter 64 and verse 4, For since the beginning of the world men have not heard nor perceived by the ear, neither hath the eye seen, O God, beside thee what he hath prepared for them that waiteth for him. Paul writes to the church at Corinth in 1 Corinthians chapter 2 and verse 9. He says, But as it is written, I hath not seen nor ear heard, neither have entered into the heart of man the things which God hath prepared for them that love Him. You say, why? Why can't we know everything there is to know about heaven? Because, friend, your brain would explode. It's too glorious for you. God knows. But this world's not my home. I'm just passing through. Well, wait a minute, friend. You say, yeah, but I'll just make this world my home. This world, if you're lost without Christ, this world isn't your home either. But there's a hell that was prepared for the devil and his angels. 
And friend, if you're here lost without Christ, hear me this morning. You're condemned already, Jesus says. Because you've not trusted Christ. But that redemption is available if you'll come to Christ and be found in Him. And there are great riches now that are in store for those that are in Christ. God's amazing grace is so sweet for you and me here on this earth. I am so thankful for the amazing grace of God. Yeah, we have our share of troubles and trials. Yeah, we have our shares of heartaches and pains. Yes, we have our share of sickness and disease. But the grace of God still shines through all of those things. And what a blessing that it is that we have His saving grace. We have His indwelling Holy Spirit. We have His precious, infallible, indestructible, inspired Word. Oh, the grace that God has shown to you and me here while we're on this earth. But it's only a small taste. A small taste. Blessed assurance. Jesus is mine. Oh, what a foretaste. What's that? Appetizer. Appetizer. Oh, what a foretaste of glory divine. If you aren't part of the in Christ crowd in the matter of redemption you'll never see the riches of God's glory. Instead, you'll share with the damned an eternal front row seat to the terror of God's condemnation and wrath. You say, well, I don't like that, preacher. I know. I don't want you to like it. God doesn't want you to like it. He's not willing that any should perish, but that all should come to repentance. Friend, if you're here without Christ today, you need to get in the in Christ crowd. Why? Because of salvation. Why? Because there's a reward that waits. Oh, there's grace for you now, but there's even much more grace in glory. But allow me to speak to the saved here for a moment. If you're here and saved, but you won't resolve to live your life faithful to God in Christ, I'm sorry to tell you today, friend, but don't you expect a pile of rewards at the judgment seat of Christ. No, I already know as I look back across the years of my life that there's a whole lot in my life that I'm going to face again at the judgment seat. Not my sin, but what I've done since salvation. And those works will be accounted for and they'll be tried by fire. And I'm here to tell you today, and I'm not proud of this fact, I'm not happy about this at all, but of those years, those days, those moments that I wasted in the past, wood, hay, and stubble. They go up in a flash. Y'all ever see that show, Alone? It's a survival show. They take you out in the middle of the woods and they drop you off in the middle of nowhere and you get to bring like I think six items that you want and they leave you alone and you got a camera out there you know you're supposed to record yourself and it's there's a bunch of them this is big it's a contest who can stay out there and survive the longest and you win a whole bunch of money well I was getting my thumb workout yesterday and uh, I come across one of these and here's this guy and he had been out there for like two and a half months alone surviving in the cold in the wet 
on his own, you know, catching his own fish, trapping his own squirrels, building his own home, you know, his little hut and his fire and all of that. There's an amazing thing that happened. As he's sitting around that fire one night and he's cooking his food, the wind picked up and blew the wrong way. And it blew sparks into his little makeshift structure and it blew it into the dry leaves that he had just stuffed under his tarp to make him this like brand new mattress. And in a moment, that whole hut went up. All of his supplies, all of his everything, whoosh, gone. And as he looks at the camera, he says, well, I'm done. (laughs) Couldn't stay there anymore. I mean, he had fire and that was it. All the things that he had gathered, all the things that he had brought, all the supplies that he needed, gone in a moment. And as I looked at that, uh, my heart just kind of squeezed a little bit as I thought, well, I wish I had given my best to Christ in those past years. And I'll hang my head in shame as I watch wood, hay, and stubble. Oh, I'm hoping for some gold and silver and precious stones. But those are only found for faithful in Christ. What a terrible loss it would be to stand at the judgment seat of Christ expecting great reward only to realize that everything you've done has been turned to worthless ashes and you have nothing to show. You stand there empty-handed. Nothing to show for the grace of God that He freely provided you. The Apostle Paul talks about it. He said, those that are saved so as by fire. He said, oh, it says there be no tears in heaven. Yeah, that comes long after the judgment seat. I promise you there'll be some weeping at the judgment seat. If it's not you, I know it'll be me. Where I'll say, I wish... I'd given him more. I wonder, have I done my best for Jesus? You know, I I can already answer that question and tell you no. I haven't. But here's the truth. I can't go back and correct any of that. I can't go back and relive any of those days. But I can resolve in my heart to be all in for Christ and live the rest of my days all in. Friend, you can do the same today. Why? Because there are great riches that wait. In Christ there's redemption. In Christ there are riches. And that's the crowd to be in. And maybe you would say today, I've wasted enough time living for myself. I've wasted enough time living out the lies of the devil, chasing after the temporary things of this life. And I'm ready to get out of the in crowd and into the all in for Christ's crowd. I not only would say amen to you this morning, but friend, I have good news for you. Number three, we talked about redemption in Christ and we talked about the riches in Christ, but number three, there's resolve given in Christ. Look with me at Ephesians chapter number six. Ephesians chapter number six the quickest walk through the book of Ephesians you've ever had today. We started in verse one, chapter, or chapter 1 and verse 1, moved to chapter 2. Now let's look at chapter 6. 
and verse 10. Ephesians chapter 6 and verse 10. Finally, my brethren, be strong, wait, in the Lord and in the power of His might. Now, will you hear me this morning? I pray that you will. You and I cannot win this battle alone. We cannot win it on our own. In and of our own strength at best, we'll slip, we'll stumble, we'll falter, we'll fail, we'll quit. But in Christ, we find mighty strength to get up one more time. Mighty strength to go again one more time. Mighty strength to fight on another day for the cause of Christ. You'll find a supply of abundant strength that conquers every weakness, that shatters every fear, that removes every doubt, that guides every step. And friend, it's not some secret formula. It's not read 16 verses on Monday and 15 verses on Tuesday and 47 verses on Wednesday and kneel eight times uh, before 12 o'clock noon and uh, pray these prayers. It's not a secret formula. God gives us the formula for victory here. It's a stated fact that helps us firmly and faithfully stand. Look with me at verse 11. Ephesians chapter 6 and verse 11. Put on the whole armor of God. Notice, put on the whole, that's all of it, armor of God. It's not your armor. It's not your strength. It's not your intellect. Put on the whole armor of God that ye may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. I always thought it interesting that they named him Wile E. Coyote. You know how you tell the difference between a coyote and a wolf? Anybody? This is how you tell the difference between a coyote and a wolf. A coyote can draw a picture of a train tunnel on the side of a rock in two seconds. Wow. Meep, meep. (laughs) Put on the whole armor of God. Why? That you may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, Friend, today my fight is not with you. My fight is not with other people. As we talked about in Sunday school, my fight is against the devil and his devious devices. Look what it says. We wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. Wherefore? Take unto you the whole armor of God. There it is again, all of it. Not just one or two pieces as you see fit, that you may be able to withstand in the evil day. And having done all to stand, stand therefore, having your loins girt about with truth. Now I want you to notice something very interesting. God makes no mistakes and He does things on purpose. And it's amazing to me that the very first part of the armor is truth. My goodness, is there an attack on truth in our day. 
Stand therefore, having your loins girt about with truth. Well, where am I going to learn the truth? From the truth. You're going to have to be in the written Word. You're going to have to be in the, uh, in the living Word as well. And having on the breastplate of righteousness, your feet shod with the preparation of the gospel of peace. Above all, taking the shield of faith, wherewith ye shall be able to quench all, 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 A-L-L, all, the fiery darts of the wicked. Take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the Spirit, which is the Word of God. The in Christ crowd finds redemption, riches, and resolve in Christ, by Christ, and through Christ alone. And that brings us now to this question, are you in? Wait a minute. Are you all in? The only way you and I are going to have real, relevant Remaining victory in Christ is to daily take that entire set of heavenly armor, put it on, keep it on, and use it. Without God's truth, you'll never know what all in means. Without God's righteousness, you can't be all in. Without God's centered faith, you'll never survive all in. Without salvation, you aren't even in to start with. And without the Word of God, oh my, just forget it. Now, you can walk out of here today just like you came in. Maybe you came in today looking for the in crowd, but ignoring the crowd you truly need to be in. And I tell you, that's your choice. But you hear me this morning. Whoever you are today, every single one of us today, this is our opportunity to get in the right crowd, to get all in the right crowd This is your chance to make the right choice and come to Christ because it's all found in Him. And He invites you to come in. He wants you to let Him in. You need Him, friend. Hey, if you walked in here lost, you can get up and walk out lost, still on your way to hell, even though the Savior is offering a way to save you today. The only way for salvation offered to you today. You can get up and refuse and walk out. If you're here and lost, you can walk out lost. Friend, if you walked in here this morning hurting, you can get up and walk out hurting. Still holding on to the pain that the Savior wants you to place in His hands today. Why? Because God says, casting all your care on Him, for He careth for you. If you walked in straying, guess what? You can get up and walk out of here straying. Still foolishly refusing to follow the Savior's footsteps today. It's your choice. Say, friend, if you walked in here this morning cold, callous, careless, you can walk out unchanged. Well, just another Sunday. Check that off my list. Went to church, listened to that preacher, jump around, scream. Watched him stand on a chair, was hoping he'd fall off, break his neck. Just seeing who's going to raise their hand for that one. Cold, callous, careless. What's wrong with our world today? This world has always been plunged and plagued by sin. Plunged in and plagued by sin. What's wrong today? There's too many, too cold, too careless, too carnal to be all in for Christ and let that light brightly shine. You know, if that's you today, you can get up and you can walk out of here 
unchanged. You can get up and you can walk out of here and this is what you can say. Well, I went to church today, but that preacher didn't give me nothing I could use. Why? Because you were looking for something else. And friend, what you need is a big, healthy, heaping helping of Christ. All in. All in for Christ. You can walk out unchanged and you can still lack the compassion of the Savior. He hasn't lost any compassion. But you can leave without it. If you walked in here this morning, maybe you walked in weary from the fight. Maybe you walked in wounded from the battle. You know, you can get up and walk out of here this morning discouraged and defeated, doubting if God's going to work through this and if you'll ever see victory again. Still unwilling to put the armor on and stand in the Savior's strength. What I want you to know this morning is God changes lives. God's Word changes lives. But friend, you're going to have to choose to be in His crowd instead of continuing to stand on the outside looking in. It's your choice how you leave from here today. You would understand God has led your steps to bring you to this place where you can find help and healing and strength all in Him today. The only thing God's waiting for is your willing response. That's it. He's got it all. And He'll give it all. You have to come receive it all. Can I ask you, would you let Him help you today? See, I I don't know everything that you're going through. But God does. And God cares. And God knows. And God can give you the strength to keep going. How? Put his armor on. Come to him and ask. Live the remainder of your days all in with the in Christ crowd. There's salvation in Christ. There's sufficiency in Christ. There's strength in Christ. Why? Because it's his redemption. It's his riches. It's his resolve. Now's your chance to choose Christ and be changed. Here's my question. If you've been paying attention, the invitation's already been given. Here's my question. What crowd do you want to be in? Our heads are bowed this morning.